Smartcast. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome into MTP. I'm Joe Malkin, joined by the real BK Bob Kelly and DK Sizzle Dave Clark. And we're here to give you our first uh, NFL show of the uh, fiscal year, if you will. And uh, tonight we're going to, today we're going to go through each division. We're going to talk about the teams in those divisions uh, in, uh, and, and tell you where we think they're going to finish this year. Uh, the NFL season is coming up shortly as we record this. They're about a week away. Uh, from starting camp and about two weeks away from the start of the NFL preseason. So, guys, let's start. Let's just get it out of the way first because I'm the only Patriots fan here. So let's just get the East, uh, the AFC East out of the way, and we're going to go touch on Bobby's Cowboys NFC East. All right, guys, the AFC East last year, Buffalo Bills win the division uh, basically by a game over the Patriots, 11-6, and 10-7 and seven were the Patriots, 9-8 and eight Dolphins. And the Jets were four and thirteen at the bottom. Uh, how do we how do we feel about this division this year? And where do you guys think uh, these teams are going to finish? Because I, I think it's going to be pretty close to what it was last year. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think the Bills are way better though. I like I think that this is going to be the breakout season for the Buffalo Bills, and I think it's this is the season where they take over that division for the foreseeable. I feel like. You know, as we are a kind of a Boston sports flavored podcast, I do hear a little bit more about the Patriots than I quite fucking want to. But um, <laughs> uh, I, I just I don't know. They've had a really weird offseason. I feel like it's it, you guys have sort of been decrying the uh, the front offices of all Boston sports teams. Sands that Boston have been so fucking ridiculous. Without yeah. Celtics, yeah, and so ridiculous. The the kind of debate is is Sands Celtics who you know which front office is a fucking absolute nightmare. I always thought the the Bruins had the worst one, but it, it they're pretty bad. Like, they are. They are pretty bad. But, you know, now you have, and I'm sure you guys talked extensively uh, on the Red Sox show about how the Red Sox front office is dealing with trying to uh, keep their stars in-house. But they're not I mean, trying to. But <laughs> wow. The uh, the Pats are just like, I don't know, you know, it, it, the, the it's, are the days of the Bill Belichick sixth round pick becoming like a, a potential all pro wide receiver. Are they, are they over? You know, Mike, uh, Mark Angelo, one of our other contributors, has been banging the drum of Bill Belichick's uh, a subpar GM, if not the greatest coach of all time, for quite a while. And it's just, I just don't feel like you guys are making moves. I mean, I think the one positive thing I've heard is that Mac Jones looks really good. I think I've heard he looks really in shape and really fit, and he's going to take a, take a leap. He probably was the best rookie QB last year. 
Probably. Um, you know, because and and credit to him if he can learn that fucking calculus scheme that that you guys run over in New England. But I mean, to me, the Bills are a fucking no brainer. I think the Bills are going to be the best team in the NFL next year. So you know, spoiler alert. I know we started here with this division, but like they have everything. I, I, I like. If you ask me right now who I who I would rather play to try to get a win, the Chiefs or the Bills, I'd rather play the Chiefs. You know, yeah. they're down Tyreek Hill, and they just don't look as invincible as they used to. And I think Josh Allen, another year in the league, I think he's the number one QB also. I mean, it's it's insane. I, I know that like the Buffalo Bills when we were kids growing up were a fucking joke, but I think they're I think they're gonna win 15 games this year. And uh just on paper, unless something crazy happens. And I'm going to fantasy draft half their fucking team. So I don't know. I'm really high on the bills, I guess. Yeah, no, com- completely agree, DK. I mean, I it's. Let's just let's put it this way. If we weren't on a New England podcast, there wouldn't be much discussion about who's going to win this division. You know what I mean? That's that's how much better the bills are, not only just about to the Patriots, but to the rest of the NFL. I, I completely agree with the addition of Von Miller. You know what I mean? They, they took a defense who was already top five in the NFL and added one of the, uh, uh, listen, and added a defensive player who just turned the tide on the defense of the Super Bowl champion. So it's, it's, it's pretty evident that they added more strength. They, they added, didn't they get, what wide receivers did they bring in too? They brought some, uh, Jarvis Landry. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, so they brought in Jarvis Landry. So obviously, they, they just got better. Uh, and I think the Patriots got worse. I think the best thing about the Patriots offseason is that they traded Nikhil Harry. That That's probably the most positive checkmark, right? Would you agree? To the no. Bears. <laughs> yeah, to the Bears. We'll that's get there. Of, that's kind of funny. That's like a little mini, like, hidden storyline for us. That <laughs> Nikhil oh, Harry. It, it'll, it'll it's play it's amazing, yeah. Um, Nikhil comes back to New England. But, so, it's it's... Wait, who did the Bills run in, Bobby? Uh, uh, Travis Landry, Avon, uh, Emmanuel, Emmanuel Sanders. That was last year. Tavon Austin. That's Tavon Austin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I, I just think that they're so much better than the rest of that division, man. And the only team I think, I, listen, the, the the Patriots have such a limited ceiling to 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 basement window. I feel like their ceiling is like ten, but their basement is like seven. Whereas a team like the Dolphins, I feel like the Dolphins ceiling is like 12. You know what I mean? If if Hill takes the top off defenses, they 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 could they do well. Yeah. But their basement's also like five. Well, they still have two. Uh... Well, right. well, that's true. But I'm just saying like <laughs> Tyreek the, Hill the, isn't 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 going to be like, I just feel like we're never going to hear from him again because I, of that trait. To be it's, honest, it's, it's possible. A lot of guys go to go to Miami to for their careers to die. Did you, that is very true. Did you see the Miami like PR team was like, check out the new like lethal link up between Tua and and Ty- the Tyreek Hill, the worst and, fucking and they, throw ever. And they put a video of fucking Tua just like bombing up up pass over Tyreek Hill. Tell me who's worse there, Tua or the or the social media team that's putting that together? No, they're all fired. <laughs> yeah, they, yeah, they're gone. They're but, so I, I'm just if. The Patriots, to me, I feel like could be better than the Dolphins. Probably will be better than the Dolphins if you if if you're asking me for an answer. That's still going to be but, terrible. That's an upside. But I feel like the the Dolphins have a better chance of of winning the division. If that makes any sense at all, they they, they have a higher ceiling. Yeah, they have a higher ceiling to me because because of those additions. Because they also they brought in uh, Chase Edmonds too. There was a lot of moves in Miami this year. Um, yeah. 
But let's be honest, like the Bills are winning that division for sure. Yeah, but, that's why I don't even know why. I'm but after that, after that, we had I know we like to shit on the past, but after that, the Patriots have the next best chance still. They, they they still have Bill Belichick. Like that's that's still five more wins than his roster deserves right yeah, off guess, the bat. You know what I, I mean? Like being a hater. Like they're gonna have to like the Patriots could very easily win double digits, win double digit games this year. And like he he will make that roster overperform. You know what I mean? Like what his real secret weapon is getting a guy that's a five point five and making him into a seven point five. You know, and I think that's good because there's a lot of five point fives on the Patriots. <laughs> yeah, five point five is kind of overrating a right? Yeah, and like listen, I mean, I'm not, I'm not hating on the pats like just to hate on them because like they were so good for so long it's not you know i live in la now i don't have that same sort of uh sort of bitterness you know and i've accepted my fate with the chicago bears but i don't know man i just think that they don't seem as invincible as they used to be and then we're even a little bit outside that like well they might still make the fucking playoff or they might still make the fucking championship game because just because they're the patriots i just don't know if that's the case anymore but Fuck, I've let been me, wrong me, in the past. I've been trying to write them off for the past like seven years, so who knows? Let me ask you this, Joe. Is this the least talented or the least high that you've been on a Patriots team coming into a season ever? Since 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 the Brady Belichick start? Yeah, probably. I, I mean, <clears throat> you know, every year you had Tom Brady after 2000, <clears throat> excuse me, after 2004 when they won the third Super Bowl, you were like, all right, we got a chance to go. Uh, we have a chance to win this. I think 2020 was a down year, but then, you know, they won 7-9 and, and we spun it, right? It was like, oh, they won 7-9 that roster. They spun like, that 7-9 and nine so that, fucking hard. That is, you're like, <laughs> oh, they, they should have gone 3-13 and 13 and they went 7-9. and nine. It's like, yeah, yeah. All right, but, you know, I, I'm with Mike lately and, and he and I have had this conversation and we debate a little bit because I think if, if Bill goes as GM, he should go as coach. I heard an interesting tidbit today and it's not a rumor but it could be a good idea which i'll i'll get to when i assess the the the, the division but yeah dave you're right the bill the bills are i i think you're a little high with 15 wins but 13 to 14 yeah and i know that's only one less but you're still in 16 game season mode no no i, I i'm with you 15 and 2 i think it's i think that's more i think that's more difficult to obtain But don't you think that on paper they're so ludicrously built for a regular season because of the depth that they have, because of the kind of depth they have? Like, I'm not saying they're going to win the Super Bowl. I think that like, if the NFL the last few years has proven anything, like anything can happen in the playoffs. And like, you know, I I think there's a lot of talent depth in the NFL now, and there's a lot of people that can like go back and forth and do shit. But I mean, regular season they're just like they're built for it, man. Like they remind me of like a souped up version of like a Peyton Manning's Colton Peyton Manning Colts team, you know, like just really, really built for it. Like they have options, they have a lot of different looks they can go to. So like that game tape's gonna be hard to like accrue until like the end of the season. Like I really think, and also strength of schedule is like it's not crazy as obviously we've just talked about their division is is weakening. So I don't know, man. Like who like. Are there that many teams in the NFL? Forget their schedule even. Is, is Are there that many teams in the NFL that you think could come in and beat the Buffalo Bills in a game right now that you would put put your hard-earned money on? Like the Chiefs? Chiefs, no. Rams? I, 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 the Rams, maybe, probably? They are, Rams, they are the champs. The Rams Bills are almost mirror images of each other. Uh, Josh, that's a shitload better than Matt Stafford to play. Oh, without a doubt. <laughs> they have very different quarterbacks. I think, uh, I think Sean McVay 
not to go on a tank about the, the Rams versus the Bills, but I think Sean McVay and Sean McDermott are very different coaches. But I think if you put the two teams next to each other, you can, in the way they built themselves over the last few years, there's a lot of similarities. When it comes to the Patriots, uh, yeah, I, I think I think Bills sweep the Patriots this year. I think the Dolphins split, and I think even maybe the Jets split with the Patriots. I, I don't see it as a very high year uh, for New England. I think the dumbest decision the Dolphins made was to fire Brian Flores. I think the I, I don't I, yeah I don't think bringing in Mike McDaniel was necessarily a good move. I, I don't know how well that's going to go, and then sticking with two at quarterback like you know that that's coming down from the from the top because that's what it that was part I think that was part of the reason why Brian Flores was let go was because he didn't want to stick with Tua. So I think the Dolphins are going to be around that nine and eight mark that they were. I, I, think, the Jets, I think I think it was deeper than that and more complicated. And I oh, think I'm, it was. It I'm was, sure it was. it was ego based in the front office. And I I really am rooting against the Dolphins this year for that reason. I really want that firing to prove in, like their incompetence because I think that streak that he turned that team around last year it was all him. I mean, that was, was very clearly coaching to me. And like, I don't know why nobody hired him except for, you know, Mike Tomlin kind of doing him a fucking solid and putting him on like the, as the special teams coach or some bullshit, just so he has a job in like healthcare. Cool. Nice guy. But like ludicrous that he's not a head coach right now. And I want well, nothing more that, than the Dolphins to lose, to, to win zero games, just to prove that like, it was so fucking dumb to take, to take the front off that front office and the egos going in there over a, a provenly good head coach, like a solid defensive coach. That you gave a fucking bum of a quarterback to and still went on a fucking streak of what? They were fucking straight. 0 8. They were 0 and 8 yeah. and finished almost 500. Are you kidding? Yeah, fuck off, dude. You, you, you're firing a guy for that? Like, you, your franchise deserves Jason Burn. Jason Garrett made a career out of that. Yeah, but well, like, that, well, that's a that's a whole different that's a whole different. But Brian Flores is clearly a good coach. Like, like yeah. you're not gonna argue that with me, right? Like, he's clearly a good clearly, clearly. Well, it's just like, what are you doing? To, to the owner wanting to have more of a, a of a say in things. And Steve is Steven Ross in, in South Beach. I mean, he's a sneaky bad owner. He's a sneaky bad owner because we know that, it's not that, that fucking sneaky. They've been clearly well, shitty not, for a really long time. Not more. And and that and, and the firing of Brian Brian Flores exposed that. I mean, we know that Dan Snyder's and you know that those owners of the world, but He's Stephen Ross is a is a not good owner. Uh, the Texans owner is not good. McNair. So, but anyway, I I think I think the Jets are going to be the surprise because I think everybody's going to go into the say, yep, the Bills are going to dominate. The Patriots are going to win three games instead of two. No, they won four last year, and I think they win seven this year. I I think they go seven and ten. I think Robert Sala has has fortified that that offense. He brought in AJ Brown. You know. Zach Wilson's good, banging his mom's friends. What good does it do them to win seven games, though? You know what I mean? But, like, but what good does it do for them to win four? I mean, they got a higher draft pick. But see, the difference is, is that Robert Sala wants to win, and I don't think the ownership ownership group of the New York Jets necessarily wants to win. It's, it's how I feel about John Henry crossing right. sports. John Henry doesn't care if they win because it's still going to bring in his money. It's, it's the same thing in New York. I disagree. I mean, um, maybe for the Red Sox, but he definitely has been very good to, to AJ. AJ Brown went to a different green team. It was the Eagles. Oh, I'm sorry. Who's the wide receiver that went to the Jets? They got they got Garrett Wilson in the draft. No, no, they have they got somebody else. They signed 
CJ Uzoma from no. Cincinnati and Tevin Coleman. I don't see any wide receivers. These are different. Corey Oh, hey, Corey Davis. Yeah, that was hot. Was he good? I don't know. Yeah, Corey Davis is good. Not AJ Brown. Corey Davis, the other ex. We do a green team. They, they, they both, you know, same shade of green. I mean, what? Yeah, same you know, body, You're better off going to red team. So I think we all agree, red, red and blue. Sorry, I meant to say blue because that was supposed to be my my uh, transition. Your, your page, yeah, yeah I got you. So we're we're going. I, from what I hear, we're going. Bills, Bills, Bills unanimous. Yeah, and Bills are going to win. Uh, I don't know. So I don't. I mean, if we're doing good, smart bets here for the listening audience, I, I don't think you're going to get great price on the Buffalo Bills winning that division either. So fuck it, bet the Patriots. Minus, <laughs> probably get minus a billion. Minus a billion. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't go that route of, of which, who would you bet on? Let's go to the NFC East. Uh, Bobby, your Cowboys, 12 and 5 last year, won the division. Uh, what are your thoughts on your Cowboys division this year? I mean, I think it's pretty cut and dry to where if, if, if the Cowboys play up to their potential, which <laughs> just with all the tape, been saying for 30 years. Just anyway. roll the tape from the last preview. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I pre- yeah, forget that. Craig, Craig just put in, put in, Bobby said last year or in 2020. Really the same thing. I'm so depressed. It's football, it's football season again. All my Celtic green endorphins just literally rushed out of my brain when I started talking about the Cowboys. Like, all right, they should win this goddamn division. If they don't win this division, it is an absolute, complete, and utter failure. And it's not even close. You know what I mean? Like, Dak, Dak, Dak should be gone. Everything should be gone if they don't win this guy in the division because they're oh, so much more talented. Bro, I, I get the Eagles made some additions. I get it. I get it. They've done that before. The Cowboys are still better. And the Cowboys should sweep the division. The Cowboys I'll, are still I'll, better. Right. They're, they're, they're so much better than this division. And and if, like, listen, Dak, if... I don't even know where to start. It's... It's just, well, here's the thing. Here's the thing, right? Like at the end of the you, day, thank you, thank you for at, reeling me because I, I could at, at the end of the at the end of the at the end of the day, you're not. This is the year. This is the 160 million year. You know, do you, Dak Prescott has to win himself a couple fucking playoff games and, and and make a run. He has to not be the center of any sort of will he won't he bullshit throughout the season. He needs to win the games that he's supposed to win, and he needs to win that division. But it's on him now, you know, I mean, quite frankly, the leeway that he got with that contract up until this point was more than a lot of other quarterbacks in a lot of other franchises would have gotten. He has the tools. He has the athleticism. He has the players around him to do it on paper. I see no reason why he shouldn't be able to win a few playoff games and make a run. I, if you remember, was on your side about the Cowboys last year because of his Mm -hmm. elite passing at times. And if you also remember how he started that season, him versus Brady in a shootout, I thought that's we're here. He's going against Tom Brady in a fucking shootout, you know, on on TV. And it it was was either a Sunday night or a Monday night game. I'm pretty sure it was a Sunday night game. And it's like, look, he's arrived, you know, and then it's it's more of this bullshit, you know, more of this Dallas Cowboys fucking weight of the jersey, Jerry Jones bullshit like what they need to do is they need to put their fucking heads down keep their mouths shut and win games you know the until the dallas cowboys players coaches and owner can 
shuffle off the coil of the pressure that they've imagined for themselves, right, as a franchise and the pressure that they put on themselves via oftentimes the fan base and because of how good they genuinely look on paper. Like if if you took away all the season statistics and just loaded those players into Madden, they'd be one of the best fucking teams. I mean, I haven't played Madden in a long time, but I imagine they're they're up there as far as, you know, just stats go. And it's it's like the opposite of the Patriots, right? It's like the Patriots are probably going to win four more games than they should, and the Cowboys are probably going to win one less game than they should, and it's going to be the first round of the fucking playoffs. Is <laughs> is sad but true. But honestly, I I want them to do well because I like ballers, as you guys know. It's in my DNA, and there's ballers all over the fucking field for that team. You know, there's guys everywhere that can make plays, and they're fun to watch. Like. I get that we make fun of Bobby here be, for being a Cowboys fan because we're, you know, there's there's a lot of Patriots fans here and shit. As a Bears fan, the, the Cowboys don't really bother me as much, but they're fun to watch, guys. Like that they, when they're good, they're super good, you know. And and like he said, they should win that division. And I dislike a lot of other teams in that division too. Like the Eagles really fucking rub me the wrong way. So I hate the Eagles. So yeah, they're very hateable. They're, they're I hate the Eagles. Like the most easily hateable thing I <laughs> that that comes to mind when talking about the NFL. But listen. This is do or die year, man. You got to blow it up. I, I, it sounds extreme, but you got to blow it up if Dak can't get his shit together this year. Mm-hmm. You know? I agree. Like, I, I, like it's there were so many no-brainer things that we talked about on this podcast last year as far as like Zeke, the things he should be doing that he's not doing, you know, Dak not no-showing in, in big games, like all this shit. It's like, fuck all that, dude. It's time. It's time. You know, if you ask me to put money on which direction I think it's going to go, though, I don't know if I could really put money on that. On on on, a, on them getting it done. That's all. But, I couldn't. I I couldn't be less offended. Definitely be. I, I couldn't be less offended. But at, the, but at the same time, it's their division. It's still their division, though. You know, it's it's their division to lose right now. So I don't think it's worth putting money on it anyway. Because like the Bills, I think they're going to be the old like the over. How we get a little bit better odds on that? I'm because just because like Bobby said, the Eagles did improve, but not enough. Like they're still not good. You know, I, I mean, Dak Prescott. Do you, would you, Joe? Do you think that Dak Prescott's top ten quarterback? Top 10 quarterback, probably. He's, he's almost certainly a top 10 quarterback. Top five, potential to be. Definite potential. Be. To be. Let's see what he does this year. If you, I mean, he was at one point of last season the best quarterback. At one point right. last season, statistically, he was the best quarterback in the NFL. Then we beat the Patriots in our entire season with the shit. That was uh, such a, but that, dude, like we talked about that. I, every time we referenced that game, I like forgot that the Cowboys won it because it was like such a moral victory for the Patriots for whatever reason. Like it, it, it sent the teams in two opposite directions. I was at the game. It, it was amazing. We won crazy. the game. It was one of the best football games I've ever seen live. But like you should have smashed them. Yeah, That's we should have. But and it literally sent us in a tailspin, man. The next week we lost to the Broncos. It was our first loss. Hey, and then and it was down from there. And Bobby? That's what Bill Belichick does. You know, listen, it, it, it was like Thanos. I felt like that. It was like, <laughs> I, said, I said that to DK. It was like, and we beat the Patriots. And what did it cost? Everything. Um, <laughs> yeah, what, no. What so, Bill does. Exa- so, yeah, that's so true. Look, the uh, best, so, to sum up, though, to sum up, just not yeah, start to just sum up. The best thing you have going for you is that you have an elite quarterback, in my opinion, and you're in a shitty yep. So, you should. You should, in theory, win. You won 12 games last year, right? 12? Yeah, 12. 12 and 5? You should at least win 12 games this year. Your, your team hasn't changed, you know? Yeah, well, it has, though. So the thing How? is, though, is we gave up Amari. Amari's gone. I don't Amari's think Amari Cooper was as big of a factor as you. I don't think so either. Listen, I don't think so either. But the, th- the Gregory was off the edge, 
Sure. And what what annoys me the most about this is is it's almost like the Patriots. It's just like, listen, you have an opportunity here. It's not like the Patriots at all. <laughs> but you you have an opportunity here to win, guys. You have a you have your franchise quarterback. Go spend some goddamn money. Like every year this is the same goddamn shit. Oh, Cowboys are reportedly interested in uh Bobby Wagner. Nope. Cowboys are reported reportedly interested in Everson Griffin. Nope. Cowboys are reported. Von Miller, but like these, these, Von Miller came out and said, "I would have taken a pay cut, but not that big of a pay cut." And it's just like, guys, you, you it, it almost feels Red Sox, where it's like, I, I'm not to like go to another sport, but it's like, oh, we made him an offer. They just didn't want you. You didn't. You didn't make him an offer. Stop it. Stop it. You didn't. You wanted Dante Fowler to come in here and tear it up, and and he very well might. Don't get me wrong, very well might. Dante Fowler is a great signing, but you wanted to be that smart franchise that's like we're not going to spend big. We're going to get this guy. He's going to come in. Stop. You have a. You have. I have never seen a championship game, NFC championship game since I have been a Cowboys fan. I have never seen the Cowboys in an NFC championship game. Stop being smart. Go get some ballers, more ballers, resign the guys that you already have, and let's fucking do this. But they didn't, and that's what pisses me. You should have just continued being a Patriots fan. Uh, one, oh, of I really should have, man. Really should have. It was great. Zerline, their kicker, which I know you had a love hate relationship with Zerline, but now they're basically trying out a rookie, uh, two rookie kickers. They they brought in. Uh, did they draft a kicker? They they brought in a kicker, and I know I'm going down the kicker, but they they have a rookie kicker that's in Joe kick. fucking loves kickers. I love kickers. <laughs> Joe kickers loves kickers. kickers. I, I just I, I leave room, leave room. I can't pronounce it. it. It's how I feel about closers in baseball. Like any opportunity I can give a guy a save, scoring a baseball game, I, I love to give it to him. I agree with you that Ben Zanucci led Dallas Cowboys are going to win the division. Uh, in the NFC East. Yes, I said Ben DiNucci. That's one of my favorite sounds on TikTok. Have you heard that one, Bobby? No. Oh, uh, you got to follow Ben DiNucci on TikTok. This is me shouting out Ben DiNucci on TikTok. Craig, tag this. Tag Ben DiNucci. He's a really... If we get him on the podcast, that'd be great. I love it. That'd be outstanding. Ben, come on the podcast. Uh-huh. We'd love to talk to Ben DiNucci. The Commanders might be your biggest competition there. In that division, I think Nick Sirianni is what's really going to hold back the, the Philadelphia Eagles. I think their coaching staff stinks. Brian Dable in New York, they might give you a fit because that offense might be a little bit better in New York. But let, let's not mince words here. The, the Cowboys are going to see East. So let's stay in the NFC. We're gonna, I'm really going to throw a curveball. At you. So are we? We're all agree, in agreement. The Cowboys are going to win the NFC East. I feel like I hope so. There is going to be down a man on the podcast. Yeah, bro. I'm dying. I'm done. Uh, well, I, we'll I can't. We'll, I can't take another. I can't take it again. We'll start. Uh, oh my god! If the 49ers, uh, I don't even want to go back there. All right, don't don't. I can't do it. Let's again. go to the NFC North. Let's talk. Ahead, about, let's talk about uh, Dave's Bears and the Packers and the Vikings and the Lions. David, what do you think in the NFC North this year? Because, I mean, did you guys get better? You got Nikhil Harry for the Patriots, so clearly that's a plus. Um, <laughs> But six and eleven last year for your Bears. Who wins the NFC North? Not the Bears. 
Oh my god! Don't you? I listen. I I know your heart and your body won't let you say it. I know that it's a fact. The Packers are winning the NFC North. There's, there's, Thanks for saying it for me. You're welcome. Uh, the nice part about that is they'll probably crash out in the first fucking round as per usual because they're fucking probably. But uh, I mean, I guess I'll just take this opportunity to to go on record about the Chicago Bears. Look, I mean, it's kind of what I wanted from their offseason. I, I know that's going to sound strange to some Bears fans out there. Our roster was old and it was fucking expensive. You know, uh, we weren't winning with it. You know, we went six and eleven with with expensive fucking uh, free agent signings and trades on our team, and it's obviously time now to rebuild. And saying that, you know, Poles, the new GM, and and Eberflus, Eberflus, whatever, however the fuck you pronounce my new head coach's name, Eberflus. Yeah, I wanted uh, I wanted Flores, but like whatever, you know. Here we are. He's defensive minded, which I think suits obviously the the profile of the franchise. They drafted defense, which again is something I wanted. But I really want Justin Fields to have a good statistical year. I'm not asking for a big playoff run or anything at this point. I just want Justin Fields to not be like deemed a dud by the end of the season. We lost Allen Robertson the second to the Rams, and that's fine. I mean, he honestly wasn't the kind of receiver that Fields is going to succeed with anyway. Darnell Mooney is, and I think that if if we had just done anything with the offensive line to keep him safe and not die, then maybe... Darnell Mooney and him form a connection and and you know you run like a cool West Coast offense or you do something fun with 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 fields and it's fun to watch at least. But I fear that although the play calling is likely going to be better because it was probably the worst season of play calling I've ever seen it for any NFL team with Matt Nagy. It was fucking bad, man. It, It feels it felt like to me he was trying to get fired by the end. But I think. It, with the play calling improving, I mean, it can only go up, like you said. Uh, it'll be a little bit more fun to watch, but Fields is going to be running for his fucking life all goddamn season again. And it's just like, we just, we made no investments. We wh- What they need to do is build another good young defense from the draft, which is what Paul said he was going to do. He was going to, he was like, we're going to draft for speed and athleticism and mentality, which is how I always do it in the Madden franchises I run. So it makes sense for, to me. But it took me three years to win a Super Bowl with the Bears, by the way. Man. So it's not that fucking hard. Okay, my profile picture in our Discord chat is Justin Fields with a Lombardi trophy because I, I accomplished that goal. And it was on all Madden, okay, so for the record. But he's going to be running for his fucking life. I want them to draft defense. I do, but they need a young, they need a new young offensive line for to grow with their quarterback. That's just a no-brainer, and they didn't get anybody. Our line got worse, if you can Well, they, dra- they, they did draft two tackles. Yeah, like fourth and fifth, though, you know, we we got uh, we got a quarterback and a safety for the first two picks. And and that's good. That's great. You know, we also there was this uh, this was depressing, too. Uh, we we tried to get Larry Ogunjobi and he failed a physical. Which is like, oh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, what do you like? The, the, the ink was almost on the fucking page and he failed a physical. It's like, guys, like, are you not doing, you know, are you not doing your research before you offer somebody $50 million? Like, I don't know. At least he failed the physical and like that went, oh my God, this is, can we move on? I just can't. Yeah, like, we can move on. So <laughs> let's, 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 basically, this is, this is, this is why there's somewhat resentment in this podcast. Or is it paid? Because me and TK <laughs> just talked about our teams each for about five, 10 minutes. By the end of our conversation, we were both like, you know what? I'm fucking done. I can't. Hey, you know, <laughs> uh, we're going to roll reversal here, Bobby, because I'm going to tell you guys, we're getting there as Patriots fans. If you listen to how me and Mike have talked about this, Dan Ray have talked about this team 
uh, in the last few months, especially in our last interview with Karen Garigian down in the show notes. It's getting worse here because, and not to go back to the Patriots, but just to kind of actually be able to coexist with you guys in this realm of despair. It's not good. I mean, the Patriots don't have an offensive coordinator. They don't have a defensive coordinator. We don't know who's calling the plays one way or the other. And as a fan, I, I think I said this in the Discord one day. Like, you know, we don't need to know these things. And I think Ray was like, hell yeah, we do. Like, yeah, like we, we do need to know like who's calling the plays, who's calling the shots, who's and the Patriots got worse. I, I I think I think the Bears stayed the same. I think the No, they, they didn't. They didn't. I, they got worse. I the well, only I think the only thing I'll say about the Bears is at least it's not gonna be run by a fucking circus full of clowns anymore. Like like at least the the head coach is a guy that's like hits, you know, he's like keep the ball, take the ball away, take care of the ball, fucking, you know, strength and intensity. And that's his whole thing. And he's going to run it like somebody that like actually knows how to run a football team. So there's that. But we're also not really built to win right now. So it's just like, I'm going to watch this fucking team every week, every week, like I always do. And I'm going to be fucking sad. And like what Bobby's saying is, you being like, Boone, who's our defensive coordinator? Is like, suck my nuts, dude. Like, honestly, at the end of the day, like, you've just watched your team win a billion Super Bowls and you're like, you're like, it's, it's, it boggles, it boggles the fucking mind. The lack of fucking self awareness from all of you is, is honestly fucking shocking. Like, Agreed. we go with the fucking, I couldn't we agree with that. We go in the fucking Discord and you guys are like, oh, I'm so mad right now. We're only going to win 10 <laughs> games this year. Oh, I'm like, suck my asshole. Well, you know, you know like, listen, listen, I, I would actually give my asshole up for, for a Super Bowl appearance. No, 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 no. Don't make that deal. But, you know what? That's Bobby, worse. That's Bobby, fucking worse. All right, fine, fine. For an NFC championship appearance, all right, Bobby, I'll, a real back a little. Just let me get one. Let me if let me get one. If we get one game from the fucking Super Bowl, if you know it's the NFC championship and battled it out with the fucking Packers or, or amazing, then you'd, you'd I wish like, that all right. Well, it was a good season. At least I wish that would happen. First round, like. It, it honestly, it's insane. You know what? It, you know what it is? It's let them eat cake. That's what it is. It's me and Bobby getting rotten fucking bread on the streets of Paris and then having to listen to you guys be like, I don't know if the cake's quite. I don't, I don't like chocolate cake. I don't, I don't even like chocolate I, cake. How old is this wine? It would have been better. If, you know what? It would have been better if it was marble cake. <laughs> you know, we have vanilla and chocolate. We yeah, get and balls. like joke, you know, I don't mean to re- rebuff you so hard, but it's like you're sitting here going like, well, guys, I mean, I can relate. <laughs> uh, no, you fucking can't. <laughs> sure, sure we can. I can relate. Well, I, uh, prior to 2000, you know, we went to a Super Bowl and lost. So anyway. You so, fucking hair on your balls yet. Get the fuck out of here with that. <laughs> yeah, like, bro, you, you you're a child. <laughs> The Patriots not winning the Super Bowl. You just went outside and played. This is all we have now. Ah, <laughs> oh, football season is going to be so fucked up. <laughs> Honestly, well, anyway, so the I've, I've been so happy. I've been so happy for like seven months, man. <laughs> it is like, God damn it, man. Damn it. Here we are again. All right, go on. Dave, all right, look, just to sum up the rest of the NFC North so we can fucking move on before my one of my eyes pops out of my fucking head. The Bears are going to be like two and seven going into a fucking game against the, the Detroit Lions. And I'm going to be like hoping that they win. Okay. Like scraps from the fucking table. Like Daddy Warbucks come and fucking adopt me. I'm Little Orphan Eddie. I hope we beat the fucking Lions. Like, yeah. And the Packers will probably sweep us. 
yet again. Also, our primetime streaks over. Like at least the Bears were still a prestigious enough enough franchise to have like prime, honestly multiple primetime games, which got embarrassing towards the end of last season. I'm like, I really don't need to see them play Monday Night Football again. This is really this is turgid. But um, we're not doing that. Nice, nice um, word. Nice word. Thank you. I appreciate it. Uh, and it's, it's really accurate. It's really yeah, accurate. It's a good word for that. No, um, a- it's one of those words that sounds like what it means. So it's, it's, it's good in context. But uh, yeah, thank God we're not going to have to embarrass ourselves on fucking Monday Night Football again this year. But even though we did beat the Cowboys last year in Monday Night Football, like 38-13, that was fun. But I just... I, I hate to burst your bubble, but you do have to play Monday Night Football. Really? I thought we didn't have a primetime game this year. Week seven in New England against the Patriots. God, that's good. Yo, that's on Monday game. night. That's Yo, on Monday night. Night game against the Commanders on October thirteenth. I'm not calling them that. I'll never the record. Yeah, never. <laughs> I'm calling them Washington football team from the here until the day we die. You know, what? someone's. You know what? I didn't look at the schedule, but honestly, I read an article that said the primetime streak is over. That we're not getting. We're not going to primetime game this year. But I guess that was wrong. So cool. Well, I guess now that thanks. That's even that's worse. Weird. Maybe maybe it was home. I mean, you have a Thursday night game, but I, you, so, maybe it was home. Maybe it was games at Soldier Field. Maybe you're right. So I don't know. That's worse. You know That's what? bad news. That's bad news. Here and and Eberflus can can beat Bill Belichick on in week seven. Yeah. What? How? Just, I, who knows? All right. Look. I mean. Okay. So let's do. Let's let's. You know, if there are any Chicago Bears fans listening, you're probably in the same boat as me. But let's do some positive. David Montgomery's had two good seasons. If the offensive line's built for anything, it's built for run protection. Justin Fields is really talented. He is going into his second year. We do actually have a proven defensive mind at head coach now, as opposed to a guy who like was touted as an offensive guru, but turned out to be a dribbling fucking simpleton. <laughs> like and. Uh, yeah, like Jesus Christ, don't give that guy. Three, it was like three in a row. That we're like, oh, give that guy an NFL team, give that guy a coloring book. But like, at the end of the day, that's you know, that's what I just had to go through. You'd think I'd be more optimistic going into this season. I'm, I'm actually optimistic about the future. You know, I, I, I like the stuff coming out from polls. I, I like everything. You know, I like everything that's going on as far as, uh, as, as far as the, the next 10 years goes, but the next season. Oh, Jesus. Good good running back, though. Yeah, I would still recommend you draft him in your fantasy leagues because he's one of those guys that gets yards after the first contact, so it's easy high fantasy upside. Don't bet on the Bears to win the division. I'd say they're coming in third. I've been, I've been in the boat of, yeah, good running back, though. At least we got Wait. that. <laughs> doesn't does, does use as, as the NFL As the NFL progresses away farther and farther from running backs mattering at all. <laughs> yeah, Dude, no, that's he's third behind who? Vikings, uh, right? The Vikings. No way. Yeah, Vikings. Yeah. No way. They'll be second in that division. I don't. I don't know if you understand. They'll that. be second in that division, and they might squeak into a to a playoff spot. I, I this year I'm not going in optimistic just to get disappointed. This year I'm like, you you guys need to show me something. You're not going, Patriots fan. I have to be optimistic about something. You're, you're not, Patriots fan. Wait, not wait. Sad. You're not. You're not going. You're not going with my uh, Mike McCarthy over Jason Garrett thirteen and three fucking prediction. Come on, man. And at least, and honestly, I'll give you this: at least Everflus doesn't clap. Yeah, he doesn't. He just like stands there looking miserable, which is what I want. Yeah, exactly. I want them. I'm just happy for you that you got you got rid of your Garrett. We can end the division on that. Packers are winning this division. I don't think there's any doubt about that. Yeah, I still think Aaron Rodgers is a fucking joke, though. All right. Yeah. North. So the Bengals won that division last year. Uh, Dave's Dave's got to go. Is he, is he peeing? 
Puma? I think so. Maybe. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Keep going. I mean, should we wait for him? Because we're about to talk about his wife's team, so. Maybe. There you go. Hey, there he is. Hey, there he is. Hey. Hey, where'd you go? I just had to go punch myself in the dick because we had to talk about the Chicago Bears the last 10 minutes. So I just had to really aggressively punch myself in the dick. No, my TV turns on on its own. It's some weird setting and it was being loud. So I had to turn it off. Sorry. Oh, haunted LA house. Gotcha. All right. So the AFC North, the uh, the Bengals obviously won that last year because they went to the Super Bowl with uh, Mr. Joe Burrow. Uh, and then uh, the Steelers finished second, uh, the Browns third, and the Ravens fourth. I'm so high on the Steelers this year. I, I think I, the, the, Mitch, the Mitch Rasson, they're going to be my team. They're going to be my fucking team that actually <laughs> well, make me happy. You're married to someone who's... who's yeah, like, but the Mitch Rasson's, bro, the Mitch Rasson's is a coming. It's coming to a town near you. Yeah, I, I thought about that when he got traded. Think about I was like, you know what? I'm think about it. Think about it. It's perfect. It's exactly the redemption story you need. Mike Tomlin, really good coach. The Pittsburgh Steelers have needed a, an upgrade at, uh, at at fucking quarterback for, what, five years at this yeah. point? Yeah. Sophomore elite running back could go top four in your fantasy drafts. They're, they're an absolute fucking highlight factory when they draft guys. Like, they, they know how to draft skilled players. So whoever they got, I'm sure, is going to be sick. And Mitch Trubitsky, it turns out, was being coached for the entire first few years of his career by, I said it before, and I'll say it again, a dribbling fucking simpleton in Matt Nagy. So it wasn't his fault. You got to give him a chance. Give him a chance in an offense like Pittsburgh? Come on, think about it. What happened to Ryan Tannehill? He's yeah, better than fucking Ryan Tannehill. Mitch Trubisky's had his fucking moments, okay? He's had his moments. And the mental strength that he has to have to be at where he is right now. And coming off the bench, where the fuck was he? He was coming off the bench somewhere Buffalo. last year. He had a, Buffalo. Yeah, Buffalo. And he had a couple decent games, remember? When he had to come in for Josh Allen, or like maybe they were up 40 points and he came up in garbage time. What well, doesn't matter? I think it was week 17. Point B. Yeah, we go ahead. <laughs> Pittsburgh Steelers are winning that division this year. What? You heard it here first, folks. Bobby, we're going to see. You heard it here first, everybody. Four. Super Bowl hangover for the Cincinnati Bengals. Pittsburgh Steelers win 12 games and they win the division. Oh, my God. All right, can we? (laughs) (laughs) Is this just going to be a never-ending battle for the history of the podcast of the Pittsburgh Steelers? Is that what? I married the woman, Bobby. What do you want me to do? Listen, (laughs) listen, that's commitment, bro. Listen. For what what was the tell for life for oh, I don't even fucking know I didn't get married. You, you know what I'm I'm kind of sold on that Steelers <laughs> uh, prediction. <laughs> I, if if there was a team in the league that till I death do us part, that's it. Till death do us part. That's it. Yeah, you'll get there soon, Bobby. No, I can get behind that Steelers bet. Like I I might put money on the Steelers to win that division. Like that's that's the first one we've talked about of the four where you know might like, get some good odds on that. Had ten but, to one. But, ten to one. Oh, I'm fucking betting that after this show. Fuck ten, that. I'm ten, ten to one, bro. Money, mouth, I'll, I'll same place. Down. Let's do it. Sorry, sorry, wife. I'm putting some money down on the Steelers to win the AFC North. The Bengals could still win. I don't think the Bengals got worse, but I think you could be right about a, a Super Bowl hangover. I think that's the kind of swagger that team has. I love Joe Burrow, by the way. Oh, oh, without a doubt. With that, I, I think he's, I think he's a the top seven quarterback in the league already. Like he can just fucking slap. Oh my God! I think I can probably name six better quarterbacks than him, but I love his attitude. I think he's what yeah. uh, I think he's what the Browns thought they were getting with Baker Mayfield. That's who. Yeah. That's who he reminds yeah. me. Of. I, I I agree. I think he is. I think he's at least top ten 
at this point, man. You can't tell me that. Uh, well, he was just uh, in the Super Bowl, so it's hard to argue. That's what I mean. That's yeah. what, you can't tell me a guy who led his team to the, and led them there. Did he's better than didn't, Dak? Didn't didn't yeah uh, a hundred percent a hundred. He was the if, most fact quarterback in the dude, league. If 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 you if they had any tell me, offensive listen, line, they win that Super Bowl. You, listen, listen. I'll, I'll tell you this: if Dak Prescott gets sacked seven times in a playoff game, there is no fucking way we're winning that game. No fucking way. And Joe Burrow went out there and beat the cheat. Was it the, no the Titans? Beat the Titans, getting sacked seven times. So and then listen, had to play I love the Super Bowl. Then I had to play in a Super Bowl with, against the best defensive line of football. Right. And yeah. almost won that game. And almost won that fucking game. And almost game won too, that yeah. game, too. So, like, yeah, if, if, if I love Dak. And on his best days, yeah, he's probably better than Joe Burrow. But if the Bengals called me up tomorrow, we're like, hey, we'll trade you Joe for Dak. Ten times out of ten. Give me, give me Joe Burrow 100%. on this okay. team right now. I saw a tweet today, I got to tell you, that was like, what, when when do you guys think the commercial is going to come out where it's Baker Mayfield packing up to go to a different stadium? <laughs> doesn't run to the stadium anymore. But then it's then Deshaun Watson comes up and goes, "Hello, I just moved in down the street. I'm legally required to inform you." <laughs> <laughs> so they burn. You know what? That's Speaking so of good. dumpster fire that is still the the Cleveland Browns, they had so much going for them. They had a good year last year. They were eight and nine. They had a good year. Baker Mayfield. They that that franchise did that man dirt. And you can oh, think fuck of, off. No, Baker no, Mayfield no. sucks, dude. Let's it be honest with ourselves. Matter. It doesn't matter. If he sucks. They, they they still did him dirty. They they went out and spent. All he didn't want to come back. Spent, well, he didn't. Well, now he doesn't want to come he, back. Well, he was done talking about it. Like they, they were already talking about bringing in Deshaun Watson. So now now they're gonna have. And what it sounds like is that Jacoby Brissett is going to be the starter for eight games. And great for Jacoby Brissett. I think he had a fine career in in Indianapolis in the games that he played in. I don't think he's He's a Super Bowl winning quarterback. I don't think he's going to be like that. He's trash. Let's not do this. I love football. I love football. (laughs) (laughs) Like this this team was on the up. They were moving up. And now they've, they've just brought themselves back down. It's so Browns. Yeah, it's so Browns to, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to 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 have to have your first pick, right? To to have this guy. They, they won their first playoff game, and it was amazing because it just solidified my Steelers point at the time. They won their first playoff game in like twenty years, right? Save yeah, your. Don't you think, this, don't you think the Steelers were like one, like not having Ben Roethlisberger? Yeah, out there. So actually, wait, yeah. Before I go on to that point, I meant I meant to to reiterate off your your point before. I almost agree. I can't because I fucking hate the Steelers. But I, I, I almost agree because I, I told you guys that entire time. My biggest problem with the fucking Steelers was Ben Roethlisberger. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Fucking wet noodle arm. It's like their defense was good. There were so many good aspects to that team, but you can't fucking win a game if you do can't get you the ball. A hundred, you, you just can't. Totally. Everybody's got a shelf life, and Ben was long past. It. Past, yeah, he was past. He was past it when he never. Mind. So that division's got to have like the record for second. <laughs> we're calling it the AFC dick out for now on. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, uh, AFC sentencing guidelines. <laughs> AFC sent <laughs> central. But anyways, the but so. Anyway, so going from the first pick, right, 
in the draft, your savior, trading for Deshaun Watson, another superstar quarterback. I mean, he's nasty. Place that first pick. He's awesome. Awesome at football. And then having to start start Jacoby Brissett. He may, he may never play. Like, this is the thing about Deshaun Watson. He may he may never play again. The NFL is saying, and, and I could be very, very wrong about this, because there's there's rumors that he's going to be suspended for eight games. Uh, there's rumors that he's be suspended for Dude, doesn't he ha- Doesn't he have, like, 500 charges? Well, he settled, he settled a number of uh, of them out of court, and that doesn't mean that they can't there can't still be charges. Or, okay, all right. I mean, it doesn't all happen. Right. Well, let's I love be that honest. he settled these like he's been defending himself against these, but then he settles. Like, I feel okay, like but let's let's be honest. If like, you settle, does that do, to to you guys before you get to your point, Dave? If you settle out of court, is that an admission of guilt? No, then, I don't think it's an admission of guilt. I think it's a like I don't want to fucking deal with this. I think the clear indication of guilt is <laughs> is the fucking tour bus of people <laughs> that are accusing him of being a fucking creep. <laughs> if, 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 if 20 girls if twenty girls come out and say you whipped your dick out in a massage, then dude, you fucking whipped your dick out you in a massage. You can yeah, it's you might be able to find yourself against it, but not. Right. Two or three is even extreme. You know, it's, look, I'm just saying if, if Louis C.K. got fucking canceled for that shit, should we really be giving Deshaun Watson $100 million? Like, whatever. The it's, least yeah, don't get me started. Hey, really what we should be saying here, we're really what we should be preaching is don't sexually assault people. Well, of course, of course, of course. But if tw- if 20 people probably if 20 people accuses you of it, maybe for an NFL franchise you shouldn't sign him to a 7-year 200. If Jacoby Brissett got accused by that many women of whipping his dick out, he would oh, not he'd be, he'd be working in a piggly wiggly yeah. Buckets, buckets get you fucking get you, you know, what's the word I'm looking for? Second chances, third chances, fifth chances, you know. All right. So so what about the Ravens? Do do we always are, are good? We, always, always there or thereabouts, you know, always they gonna uh, be better this year. They were eight and nine last year. They're going to be third in the division. So the Browns are probably going to finish last. Oh, I think Bengals the Bengals is going to battle for the one division. game, maybe. I mean, look, I mean, it, look, it, it, at the NFL, you know, you spend a lot of time talking about the NBA, and I think you can drop a guy into the into an NBA team, have him be a toxic mess, and you can ruin the chemistry of your whole franchise. I think that's a little different in the NFL. A, there's shitloads more guys there. B, so, like, obviously your impact isn't going to be as big, right? B, some of these franchises, they're they're kind of built to to take that, you know, punch on the chin. It's like the yeah. Celtics had Kyrie Irving, we got past it because we're the Boston Celtics. The Brooklyn Nets have Kyrie Irving. The Brooklyn Nets are basically fucking brand new. And they're fucked, right? Obviously, because like they're that kind of franchise. I think when you take a Deshaun Watson and drop him in Cleveland, an already seemingly dysfunctional franchise, if, if, they haven't, if they're not sticking with the guy that they were back into the fucking hilts for the last few years with the guy that was their future. You know, the guy who's protected in his house. Yeah, the guy who lives at the fucking stadium or whatever bullshit they were coming up with to sell State Farm Insurance. Then, like, I think they're fucked. <laughs> I think their franchise is fucked. And like you said, he might not play a game. He straight up might not play a game. So, Could you, could you have you know, him? trade for Deshaun Watson. They trade away. Yeah, he's nasty. He, I mean... He's, he's an incredible football player, but they trade away Baker Mayfield. They get a guy who may never play a game. They have Jacoby Brissett, who, besides being below average, is- my favorite part of the podcast so far, by the way, was you doing an impression of a Browns fan talking themselves into Jacoby Brissett. 
like it was uh like it was the the 2020 2021 off season and it was you guys doing that fucking podcast about how <laughs> who was it was like before you got uh Brian you, Hoyer. Yeah, Brian uh, Hoyer. Yeah, no, no, oh, it wasn't oh, even Brian yeah. Hoyer. It was uh, oh Jared Stidham. Jared Stidham. <laughs> like that was my favorite podcast we've ever done to date. Because like listening to you guys be like, so Stidham's arm strength, and I was like, my <laughs> <laughs> god. <laughs> and like Joe can just get there somehow. He's like, I always get. So you call me Brissett? Like what? It's like he's fucking terrible. He's like, he's honestly so bad. It's like these videos you've seen of Jameis Winston like pumping up his fucking guys. Like yeah, it's like wow. he's a real leader. It's like dude. He's a real leader. He's a leader. He's a leader at matching his touchdowns with his interception numbers in a season. I think like, he's a leader at most crap the legs stolen from a public. So let's move on <laughs> to who who wins the North? Steelers? No. The the Bengals win the North. We're, this will be a battle to the end of the world. Steelers, war. baby. Steel yeah. Nation. Oh, can't wait. He's going to love football. He's, I can't <laughs> wait. Yeah. He's going to start calling us Yins. Uh, so the AFC South. Uh, you guys ever add Yingling? It's really tasty. Yeah, I really like Yingling. Not a sponsor. Could be. Yingling. They will fucking drink it too. Like every time me and Leah go to Pittsburgh, people are like, "A Yingling, please." I'm like, "Oh fuck, y'all are about that culture, huh?" Okay, oh, I'll drink it too. I guess whatever. Fuck yeah, I Bobby. love. I like you've never heard of it. culture. Bobby, you never heard of Ling- Yingling? I love Yingling. Bro. Okay, but, good, cool. Yeah, cool. yeah. Well, you can't fucking drink it. Keep talking shit about the Pittsburgh Steelers, bro. I'm sorry. If Yingling sponsors the podcast, we will drink it on the podcast. Uh, and I just like it because it's a tasty beverage, and it sounds like what you would name like the last panda at a zoo. Mm. Yingling with that out. <laughs> Arguably the worst division in football, maybe. Titans won it last year, twelve and five. Colts nine and eight. They have a quarterback. Uh, the Texans, uh, the Texans and the Jaguars. I don't think the Titans are going to be that bad. No, I, I think the I think they'll win that division probably. I mean, they did lose their top two wide receivers. They still have a, they have a good head coach. They have they have good players like dotted around that dotted around that roster. I mean, do you not think they're going to win that division? I feel like they will. No, I, I feel like they'll win that division. I think the Colts got better. I don't know if Matt Ryan may. I think Matt Ryan is a better option at quarterback than Carson. They also Wentz. still have the best running back in football. So, yeah, they do. Yeah, no. So that's that's what it all relies on, right? Is is it relies on Derrick Henry? If Derrick Henry is the Derrick Wait, Henry, you talking about Derrick Henry or Jonathan Taylor? Okay. I was talking about Derrick Henry. Okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. If Derrick Henry is Derrick Henry two years ago, the rush for two thousand yards, then yet yeah, losing AJ Brown doesn't matter. But if well, is he healthy by like week thirteen? I think is the big question. Right, and if if teams, so the thing, the thing is with Derrick Henry is like it doesn't matter if you put fucking eight, nine, ten minutes in the box, he still can fucking bust at eighty yards and and, and tear you apart and have two hundred yards. So you can't really focus in on him. Uh, it's just a matter of you know if Ryan Tanner, how much Ryan Tanner he'll suck that week. You know, that's that's really what determines the Titans' future, man. I think the Colts win this division, if I'm being perfectly honest, because they almost, I don't know if you guys watched that Hard Knocks in-season shit last year, but Carson Wentz is a fucking joke, okay? he he He's an absolute, he's not a quarterback that you're ever going to win a Super Bowl with. He, he doesn't have the demeanor. There's so many things that he doesn't check off on, on the checklist that... That Matt Ryan has already checked off. I was, I know I'm the biggest Matt Ryan hater, 
probably on the podcast. I, I loved him when he was at BC, but time and time again, he's proven he can't necessarily get to that level. But I promise you, he can get to that level more than fucking Carson Wentz can. Well, they're, they're and, chasing. And, they, they chasing what they were chasing in Indianapolis when they brought in Philip Rivers. Like I feel like they called Philip Rivers and tried to get him to come back, and he said no. And they were like, "All right, fucking I'm God for that. I don't want to talk about that guy anymore." It's and oh, no. it's a fact. But, but, it, but I, it, I, I, Bobby, I agree. It, yeah, it is the same thing where it's like, listen, if these guys can go with that, with can come within a, a, a devastating, maybe one of the worst losses I've literally ever seen in my life. When we were seventeen, fucking double doink. Then I guess. Well, I, I won money off that, so that was a good compliment. <clears throat> yeah, uh, I, I apologize. <laughs> I'm sorry, but the the week seventeen loss to the Jaguars was literally one of the the worst. W- w- concerning the circumstances, like this terrible team who's been, it was literally the worst team in the NFL. Been through so much shit this entire season. It has has been to hell in, in football terms, literally in, to hell with the coach that fucking hates them. And they come in and kick your ass week 17. Whoever's leading that team, whoever the quarterback is, isn't your guy. And I promise you, Matt Ryan is a quarterback in that team. They win that game week 17. So it's like, if you can come that close to Carson Wentz, I think your ceiling is a lot higher with a guy like Matt Ryan, who, who's proven I know he's older. he can be in that moment. I know he's older, but he's he is talented. And I feel like, yeah. like what if what if he gets that Matt Stafford bump? That's what I mean, man. Like, listen, you the talent level, strictly talent level between Carson Wentz and Matt Ryan when it comes to throwing the ball yeah, is astronomical, is right? Yeah. So, so it's it, it, it and seeing the, there's so many different things that Matt Ryan does better than Carson Wentz, and is when you have a team as talented as Indianapolis is with with Jonathan Taylor with who's the linebacker? I can't think of his name off the top of my head. He's one of the best linebackers in the league. We got Darius Leonard. Darius Leonard, thank you. With Darius Leonard <laughs> quarterback in the defense, it's it's it, the 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 ceiling is so high compared to last season. You know what I mean? Yes, I think that the Titans are awesome, but their ceiling is 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 at at maximum eleven games with Ryan Tannehill as quarterback. The Colts ceiling is thirteen games, fourteen. I, I, yeah. I still think the Titans are winning the division. I just really like. Uh, what, what, I can't talk. Vrabel. Vrabel. Yeah, I just think he's a good coach. I think he's gonna be able to manage yeah. them through that season. I just, I don't think the Colts. Like, I do, I do think the bump could happen with Matt Ryan, but like, his last few seasons have been fucking piss poor. Like, they really they have been bad. They have been so, really bad. bad. It ha- it has to be a really big turnaround for the Colts to have the kind of season you're talking about, like a 13 win season with a new quarterback. I don't know, man. That's the ceiling. That's I mean, it but it's like, but then, up but to it's his like top. If you're, placing, if you're placing money on it. You're gonna bet. You're gonna bet on fucking Henry just like running through the fucking division, right? Yeah, winning agreed. them ten games, ten games, yes. and having them win the division, right? Like that's more realistic, I think. Hey, you know who the backup quarterback is to Matt Ryan? Nick Foles. <laughs> <laughs> right there with Frank Reich. Right, it, it comes full circle. It's uh, it's it's Ryan Matt, and it's just Matt Ryan in a in a old timey mustache. Just right. guys. <laughs> I'm crazy. I, I can't talk myself into Indianapolis. I'm with Dave again on this one. I, Tennessee, I, I think they're just the better team. You talked about the Jaguars, and for a second, they got better because Doug Peterson is the head coach there, and, and he had success 
in Philadelphia, obviously beat the Patriots in the Super Bowl. He's so a fucking douche. Yeah, well, that's Car- you know, that's listen, Carson Wentz fucked, fucked it all up. Ah, no, no, no. That guy's out there writing books because he won a fucking Super Bowl against Bill Belichick. That guy's a fucking tool. You can I tell it from a mile away. I guarantee you, if you looked up Urban Meyer, he's got a book too. Who's the bigger douche, Urban Meyer or Doug Peterson? Here, you can have, there's plenty of douche to go around. Well, Peterson, Jacksonville, they got the lesser of the douche. So they're gonna they're gonna bring him in. That fucking Urban Meyer experiment, huh? Jesus Christ! I think they're better for it. I think the Texans finished dead last. I think the Jaguars went six games, and I think they finished third in that division. Just want to bring up one more time how insane it is. What happened to the Texans? To, like to, it was Bobby's point. Like I'll to, never, I'll never, yeah, never, never in my life will I forget. It's the biggest collapse in of a franchise in any sport I've ever seen. I, and I, the Browns I, are going to be right behind them, but dude, that was. The but they didn't hit the heights of like being ahead. The Texans were up in what, a playoff game, twenty-seven to nothing by twenty-seven points against the fucking Chiefs and blowing it, and then having their whole franchise crumble. Now listen. Texas as a state is uh, is taking away civil rights, so they can all go fuck themselves. But hilarious, hilarious fucking like just demolition, controlled demolition. Well, I can't it is, believe it. Yeah, it's 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 unbelievable how low they are now. That that's what blows my it blows my mind. Is like they had so much talent. You look, you so think back to the Texans, right? Remember when they had Watson, Hopkins, Will Fuller. Will Fuller, right. who, who could have been a top five wide receiver if he wasn't made a class. Right. Who, who did they have? They had J.J. Watt. They had yeah. Jadavion Clowney. Like, you, you go up and they were stacked. It's crazy how high. And everybody it. was like, fuck this, we're out of here. Well, the, the biggest thing is when J.J. Watt is like, peace out. That's, that's, when, that's when I knew. Like, yeah, that trade of, of, of Hopkins was bad. Uh, and that was a Bill O'Brien special. Which that guy is insane, but I'd still take him as the offensive coordinator anyway. But when JJ Watt was like, "Get me out of here," that that's when it's all over. And I I I think it's going to get worse as long as McNair is the owner of that team. I don't think and they it's were like get better. Deshaun, what about you? What do you think of all these guys leaving? And he's like, "Want to see my dick? <laughs> Give me a massage." Uh, so anyway, want to see my dick? Want to see the the NFC South. <laughs> Speaking of dicks, um, I can't. Tampa Bay Buccaneers, thirteen and four last year. Uh, the New Orleans Saints, who have a new head coach, the Atlanta Falcons, and the uh, Carolina Panthers, who are horrid. And Matt Rule is probably not a good NFL head coach. Uh, what do we think? I mean, I'm just like, I just like to go on record. Like, I'm actually kind of like a late stage Tom Brady defender when it comes to like people shitting on him because I know he's like been in your face and like it's been oversaturated, but he is like the greatest quarterback to ever play the game. And like, I am trying to be a little bit of a sports atheist when I say like, we're lucky to have been in an era where we've seen that. And I was like, you know, we saw greatness, whatever to retire and like make me make my whole social media feed the fucking like victory lap of Tom Brady's career. And then to just be like, fucking never mind. (laughs) (laughs) And it's just like, okay, so what you're telling me is I have to hear about Tom Brady for another season. He's probably going to do pretty well. I don't see them winning another fucking championship, but who fucking knows? I mean, that would honestly be hilarious. I wouldn't even mind seeing that. 
But then he's going to retire again. And we're going to have to go through another round of like Sports Center top 10 Tom Brady moments. Was I mean, what could talk to me about what he was like as a teammate in 2003? Fucking whatever. You know, like retire or don't retire. Like it's just so fucking annoying. Um, but just a- yeah, but it's not the same, but it's not the same thing though, is it? Because it's like it's Tom fucking Brady, right? Like it's sure. to the point where I've been playing the UFC game lately, and like you know the way when you're playing a video game and like the, you start to rehear the commentary all the time. John Anik makes a fucking Tom Brady reference, and even that's pissing me off because I've heard it like thirty times now while I'm like fighting in the fucking little virtual game. Anyway, whatever. Point being, the Bucks are probably still going to win that division. I don't know if you guys disagree. I don't think it's probably. I think it's. Almost as certain as the Bills winning the AFC East. Uh, I, there's, 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 there's no one. Look at this division, man. Dennis Allen. Just Dennis look Allen. at it. It's, it's where we're, we're the only reason this division isn't Christian McCaffrey our, resurgence. Bro, that's it. he can't stay healthy. Listen, if when you're relying, so let's 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 just talk about the quarterback. We're not even going to talk about teams, right? We're just going to stick to one position. Here comes Jameis, baby. <laughs> right. We got Tom Brady. We got Jameis Winston. We got who the fuck knows in Carolina. Yeah. And we got who who's even quarterback in Atlanta now? Marcus Mariota. Marcus Mariota. Bro. <laughs> Joe, 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 do the thing about Marcus Mariota that you did. Give him the Jared Stidham treatments. <laughs> when Marcus Mariota came out of Oregon, he was he was really good. I mean, he was the next big thing. And in tennis, loves he's average quarterbacks. Strength. The artist strength <laughs> pretty good. Was, <laughs> hey, hey, when when he came in for Derek Carr in in Oakland slash Las Vegas, he had some good showings, especially out of that cat formation they would run. It really good, I think. Bro. You really are good at that. I'd say that that's that's one of your most talented things is take. I wish we had back. I like, wish we had this podcast in like two and eight. I wish we had this podcast in like two thousand three, so Joe could do like a no, guys. Chad Pennington's not that bad, Rams. <laughs> <laughs> no, Joey Harrington will win. Honestly, I think he was one of the best throwers of the ball under eight yards I've ever seen. Elvis, <laughs> Elvis Gerback, Elvis Gerback, in the right system, bro. No, seriously. <laughs> Seriously about the Falcons, Kyle Pitts could very easily make Marcus Mariota look like, like Joe, I don't, Joe Namath. I don't know. Like he could look, make that guy look really good. Like he really could. And I, and I'm being actually dead serious about that. But there's no way Atlanta's going to be like that, that's the stupidest thing. That's the, listen, Dennis Allen being hired as the head coach in New Orleans is a bad decision. Arthur Smith being hired by Atlanta. You guys know how I, I feel about that. I think Raheem Morris should have been the head coach in Atlanta the whole time. But regardless, I, th- this division belongs to Tampa. It's it, I think it's, I think they probably would have won if Brady didn't even come back, to be honest with you. Probably. Pro- honestly, they probably could have. Who's their backup quarterback? Is, is it still Mike Leonard? It's, no, it's Gabbard. I don't oh, know who Gabbard. it is, Joe, but tell us why he's Travis too. Yo, this is this is this is football season at its finest right here. Like, well, like well, let's talk about Blaine Gabbert for a second. We can we can we can get into that. We can we can talk about anything when it comes to football. All right, so uh, we got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers uh, winning that division. Two more divisions to go through. Let's go through the NFC West. Rams. Yeah, I, I think it's the Rams as well. I don't think the Cardinals got any worse. I think they're still going to be in that playoff conversation in the NFC. Uh, I think the 49ers. I, I don't know what they're doing out there, but I, I think that could be a pretty big. I don't know. Hey, hey, guys, how's how's Jimmy G doing? 
great. He's 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 healthy. He's finally healthy. Yeah, oh good. Yeah. Oh good. He's healthy, so you can finally trade him, right, guys? Guys, he's yeah, healthy, that's... so you can finally trade him, right? Wait, where'd you go? You're oh, you're not trading him again. Okay, that's fucking weird. That's they allowed him as of today. July twentieth said he can seek a trade. You know what that tells me is they him. they can't find a trade. Or that's 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 well, no wants to pay him that money. Over right, that it's the money. Want to restructure? Yeah, it, it it's. When you look at this division, they should have gone with. They should have just gone with Drew Lock out of the jump, don't you think? Like, I feel like, like you, you mean Trey Lance? I mean Trey Lance. Yeah, yeah. I, like they should, like they should have just done that so that they could start to move in that direction, as opposed to like be doing that, like sit on the fence. You know, here we are. Maybe we can make a run with Jimmy. Oh, his contract sucks. Whatever. Just bite the bullet that season. Bite the bullet on his contract that season, and then you're in good shape right now. Yeah, like, they should they should have traded him after if if they were ready to move on if they thought Jimmy wasn't the answer after that Super Bowl, don't blame him. You missed that throw. That's literally the reason they lost that game. Got um, him there though. Me, he, but, no, he got it. Wasn't ready. Exactly. It wasn't Kyle Shanahan because he was definitely ready. I think it was John Lynch because Lynch put a lot into that kid, and he he. I mean, he didn't trade away a lot, but. It's kind of that Bill Belichick mindset. I'm only using that because that's the the best comparison. I take a shot every time Joe uses Bill Belichick as a metaphor. Yeah, (laughs) look look at what he did with Nikhil Harry. Like honestly, he shouldn't have gotten even a seventh round pick for him. He should have released him at least a season ago. But instead, he he offloaded him and got anything he could. And and I think it's the same thing with Jimmy G. I, I think John Lynch traded assets away for this guy paid him a lot of money and now he's like well i now now he's a prized position i, I can't i can't throw him away it's hindsight's 2020 though i feel like when he signed that contract like nobody was like oh my god like I, there was definitely questions about his durability but like when, when he signed that contract like every fucking patriots fan in new england wouldn't shut the fuck up about like when are we gonna get jimmy g back like he should be the guy like you know it, people a lot of people would have paid him that a lot of people would have paid him that right like when when he when he signed that contract no one will pay him now sure but like, how come in football there isn't trades like in basketball where somebody goes like, "All right, we'll take that shitty Jimmy G contract off your hands, but you gotta like give us some other shit." You know, like we'll eat that salary, but like let us get some like draft picks or some shit. I think it's the way the cap is formed. I think it's part of the CBA. Just, weird. There's it's a fucking weird. You're, you're stuck. NBA. You're stuck in the NFL when you have a contract like this. Like you're fucked if nobody but wants to come get him and believes in him. That's the that's, NFLPA wants to get their guys paid. Yeah, and, and enough, it's. And I'd rather those guys get it than like the fucking owners. So like, whatever. the careers can change so much faster too, though. It, that's 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 really what it is. Like Jimmy G can go. But at the quarterback though, yeah. But Jim, uh, a Jimmy G quarterback. What? Yeah. No, where okay. where you know what I mean? Where it's like his his. Well, look his at Alex own. Smith. Look at Alex. Yeah. Right. Same. Thing. I guess my point is, it would be more. It would be a more fun off season if you could do shit like that. It would be agreed. Trust. Um, What's what's funny is is like one big comparison you can use is you know not not only Alex Smith but to to kind of solidify your point, Dick is look at Gordon Hayward. I mean, shattered his ankle, came back, and and now he's a pretty good basketball player for the for Charlotte. So I mean, you know, he can at least still play. He's also on my all time Celtics draft team. So I'm, yeah, fair I stand uh, MBD MBD. I think on. on <laughs> To, to Bobby's point, that's exactly what it is. These guys get injuries like that in the NFL and they can't play the same way. Just Unless you're record, by the way, I, 
if you're listening to this because you only listen to the football content, I don't think that Gordon Hayward is an all-time Celtic. We did do a Celtics draft, and it was a snake draft set <laughs> with my last pick. <laughs> One of the best Celtics of all time, fucking Gordon Hayward. Listen to it, though. Listen to it. Show notes. Thank you. Yes, if you like basketball and you like the Celtics, show notes, go over and listen to our, our draft on the 617. That was on the 617, right? I don't remember. But to yeah, talk, Craig, cut that out. Listen, listen to either one of them. But anyways, yeah. so to, to sum up that division, it's the fucking Bucks, right? Yeah. No, we moved. We're on. the West, the Rams. We're the West. Yeah, my bad. But what the fuck am I talking about? It's the Rams. Uh, the Rams are going to win the division. It's the Rams, right. It's the Rams. The team that beat the Bucks last year. That's where I was at. It's yep. the Rams. It, yep. it, there's, there's no arguing about that. You know what I mean? It's like, it, even... If Trey Lance is the starter, the 49ers don't have a fucking chance. If Jimmy G is the starter, the 49ers have like a 10% chance of winning that division. Either way, it, it's... I just think the Rams are just too good, man. I mean, Sean... Yeah, they're really good. As coaches. Again. And Got Diana it. and Allen Robinson to that fucking offense. Like, I'm come so on. pissed when, like, shell up. I think he might be done. Right. I think he might be done too, but if he's in the is right he team, done as a third wide receiver? No, 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 not at all. But he he kind of plays like a like a wide receiver one though, if that makes sense. Like, like I think you're gonna get the most out of him if he's a if he's a one guy. I mean, this might be wishful thinking on my part. I don't know. I hope he fails. I, I just see well, it. I, I just see a universe. I know we're over time, and I you know welcome to football season. I'm sorry. That's okay. I just see a universe that Allen Robinson three times next year, week five, week eleven. Week sixteen, where he goes seven for one eighty and two touchdowns because of that. I mean, put in the record, rest of the weeks he may have one catch thirteen yards. Yeah, but there's going to be those couple of weeks where that old Alvin Robinson comes out because, because there's the third, to cover, the third, but the third best fucking defensive back third option, man. Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah. No, the Rams. The Rams are the best team in that division. I mean, you, you even even just looking at the other quarterbacks, like sure Kyler Murray, like if he can get his head on straight. Mm-hmm. They're, that Good. that team isn't bad, you know. That's it could be a lot. The I think they will be. Um, no, no then doubt. your other two quarterbacks are Trey Lance and Drew Locke. Yeah, not sold. So the final division division to go over is the AFC West. <laughs> Joe's like, I'm not sold on those two guys because they're not shitty enough. I can make an argument for Drew Locke. I like Drew Locke. I like Drew Locke too, actually. I can't wait for him to be exactly the kind of quarterback that you love in like four years. Though. So the AFC West, you know, hey. I think, was up. It's the Chiefs. The Chiefs are going to win. I think the Chiefs got worse and I think the Raiders got better. I think it's going to be a dogfight. No, come on. I think it's going to be a dogfight. Come on. Because they lost Tyreek Hill. They still have got fucking Mahomes, dude. That's that's great. That's great. And listen, I was was the one who demolished Josh McDaniels on this podcast for how he was calling plays and running the offense in New England. I think think he's going to be an outstanding head coach in Las Vegas, and I think he's just the right guy to go and beat the Chiefs. Let me tell you something about the coaching position in Las Vegas. You couldn't have gotten worse, okay? <laughs> there was no going down in the coaching spot in the, for the Las Vegas Raiders. Do you not okay. like John Gruden? Listen, I'm, I'm honestly just disappointed that that theme and through line isn't going to be present this coming season. And by the way, like, how you guys didn't fully fucking agree with me, I mean, I know I was vindicated yeah. hard in the end, but... Yeah. How you didn't agree with me. The man is a simpleton. He is a fucking idiot. I, I, you know, you know how I know I'm in the world. 
and I see the world for what it is. I've, <laughs> I've, I've, I've gone through my career as you guys have gone through your career and you've looked at people in high positions and gone like, wow, you failed up, huh? I think you fucking baboon, like John Gruden. And like the fact it's almost disappointing to me. This is my last ever John Gruden man. Right? I was just going to say, I need, that, you that need also- one last. <laughs> it's almost disappointing to me that he got like canceled for being a racist. Cause I really was sure he was going to get fired on his own merit. <laughs> it was looking that way too. To it give was. him that contract is just irresponsible. I'll never forgive the ownership and front off- office of the of the Oakland Raiders. And I don't think that that QB is very fucking smart either. Because I thought it was a it was a fucking pair of idiots running the fucking mortuary down there. And I just they have a cool stadium. Don't get me wrong, but Las Vegas is a fucking hellhole. And I hope they never ever succeed. The Chiefs are going to win that division. They're going to win that division by three games at least. Come on, let's be honest. I'm, I'm going to say the Raiders just to just to go back and forth with you because Bobby's got the AFC. Let's establish it now. Let's do it. We're establishing it now. I think the Raiders win that division. Also, yo, there is do that in. I, Dave, you now owe Baboons an apology. That was very, that was very mean to. Baboons. That's true. They're smarter than John Gruden. That's all. I, I would say. So I, I do agree. I think Chiefs win this division because no matter how much we all talk about it, no matter how much we all think that certain things are more important than this, more important than that, you know, offensive line, defense. Quarterback is fucking king, man, period. It doesn't matter how much we try and drive any other nail into the fucking ground or how much we try and do all this other shit. Patrick Mahomes is the greatest. And he's so good. So it, it, it really doesn't matter all these other revolving parts around him. Listen, Tom Brady made Rache Caldwell an all-pro wide receiver. Okay. Tom Brady made Jabari Jabari Gaffney an all-pro all, all wide receiver. He made Aaron, Aaron Dobbins had a fucking three-week span. All right. Listen, it, it doesn't matter. It, it doesn't matter. It, it, it's Patrick Mahomes. And, and the other point, which leads right into it, is the only team that's going to challenge them is the Chargers. Because they yeah, also, I think they're going to come second. To yeah, they, they also possibly have maybe a top three. Justin Herbert is unbelievable. I don't know if you guys, I, I, I've, I've seen it since. Unbelievable? He's, he's so good. Man. Unbelievable? It's almost Just, as if you have a talent for hyperbole there. <laughs> unbelievable? He's I mean, really good. We're th- I know, but we're throwing around fucking, we're, we're throwing around support. No, because if you look at the things he does, so unbelievable actually is. It's not I think that they're young. I think that they're young and they're talented, and I think they're going to come second in that division. But like Patrick Mahomes is unbelievable. But I, I honestly think Herbert has that kind of talent. He does because if you look at the throw he made, I forget what game it was, but he, I've never seen a ball thrown farther in my life and more accurate. I think it was against the Raiders. I, I, I don't. But he threw. He threw. Anyways, Justin Herbert is is an unreal talent. Really good. I think he's really good. I did. They made some great moves this offseason. So and, and Khalil Mack. If anyone is for what what was it, DK? What, what, what round pick? I know you we had we had to get him off the books. What do you want to do? If a anyone build a rebuild is a rebuild, you know. <laughs> if anyone's challenging them, it's the Chargers. Period. I just got sad again. I know. I I, <laughs> I, know, that I, I know I did that to you. I know. <laughs> now that we're all sad, uh, if you were keeping track of who our division winners are, thank you. We're glad that you did because we did not. But 
that was our first rundown of yeah, the Don't hold me to any opinion I said on this. Yeah, let, hey, let's that. <laughs> so I'm doing the Steelers thing all season again. Get ready. Uh, oh, yeah, I so, can't wait. So lo- looking at the this show, this was the first uh, the first NFL show of the 2022 season. We have a lot more to come, and make sure you go listen to the shows that are down in the show notes that we referenced during this show. Because, But listen to this one first, and if you got to this point, you've already listened to it. So thank you for joining us here on Missing the Point MTP. He's the real BK, Bob Kelly. He's DK Sizzle, Dave Clark, who has one more thing to say. Uh, sorry, I just wanted to, I just wanted to jump in and say uh, I know that the summer is tough for sports, and I really appreciate everybody still listening, especially if you've made it this far in this episode. But definitely keep your ears tuned to Missing the Point because uh, we might have some really exciting announcements coming up. So uh, yeah, like stay tuned. I know the summer's a bit of a drought, but I promise we'll make it fun for you. So uh, just just keep listening. We got some we got some cool things in the pipeline. We always have stuff to talk about and always have games to play. We will continue playing them for. Bob Kelly, Dave Clark, I'm Joe Malkin. We will talk to you next time. Electric acid. Welcome to the Candle Power Hour. Come with us backstage behind the scenes of show business spanning over four decades and bringing you the experiences that can only be told by the people who were there. Our guests are from the A-list, the F-list, and everyone in between. Get set for some of the most insane, hilarious, and inspiring stories you will ever hear. I'm Mercury. And I'm Diego. Your host for the The Candle Candle Power Power Hour. Electric Acid. Welcome to Tuning Into Sound Wellbeing, where we harmonize your mind, body, and soul. I'm Amanda, your sound therapy expert. And I'm Stephen, the curious explorer uncovering the mysteries of sound. Together we explore vibrations, frequencies, and the power of sound therapy and tuning forks. Discover ancient wisdom, reduce stress, and tune into a healthier life. Subscribe to Tuning Into Sound Wellbeing today.